Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Boundary Rope podcast. So far, all our discussions due to this coronavirus pandemic has been relating to various levels or various other discussions, but none of it has covered live cricket action. And after nearly four months due to this break, we are finally back with live cricket action, and we will be discussing about the England and West Indies uh, Test series, which is upcoming next week in this episode today. So, KK, how excited are you about the Test series beginning and finally getting to witness some cricket action? And moreover, it's Test match cricket, which we will begin with. Yeah, hi, Neeraj. I'm absolutely excited to have cricket back again. I mean, uh, it's been a long time, but uh, it's good that it is starting off with the Test series because that is indeed our favorite format. So, it's going to be an exciting series. I feel uh, it's a even contest between two good teams which have two good bowling attacks. Again, something which we love. And I think I kind of wonder it's going to be a low-scoring series after all. Anyways, it's uh, very good to have cricket back, definitely. Although, albeit without fans, but still good to be playing. Yes, and I also believe that all eyes will be on this series because we saw that when football began and when Bundesliga began in Germany, all the eyes were on Bundesliga to see how the matches get played out, and other countries started to adopt the same measures when they began their cricket. So I believe everyone will be having their eyes focused on this series so that they can also start cricket off as soon as possible, especially in maybe Australia and New Zealand whenever it can start. Yes, that's the first part of it. But cricket is starting without fans is one major aspect of the game now. And what are the other rules and regulations that really caught your eye? One thing which has been a talking point is not using saliva to shine the ball. So, what are the other rules and regulations that caught your eye, KK? Yeah, so there are a couple of other rules which have come up, which I really don't think it's that important. The, I mean, the non-neutral umpires uh, at international level, I don't really think it makes a big deal. You don't really expect the home umpire to be in favor of the home team. I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I, it doesn't really matter to me, to be honest. And additional logos, again, as a fan, I don't think that matters either. But one. Very interesting rule, which it caught my eye, and I really don't understand why it was brought up. Was an extra review. I mean, I don't know, but it's fine. Hmm. You have an extra review. It's okay. I'll tell you why. Yeah, yeah, please. I'll tell you why. So, since it's no neutral umpires, there is a chance, like you mentioned, that umpires might not be at the top level. So, the reason why there are no neutral umpires is to reduce air yeah, travel yeah. from different countries. That's the major reason. And since you have home umpires from both the sides. Uh, you want to give the chance of an extra review just to ensure that there is no kind of uh, unfair decisions being meted out, which could be possible due to maybe lack of quality umpires as well. Well, they are still part of the ICC the best elite umpires. panel, so you don't expect them to give howlers, right? That's like a disrespect to those umpires which are going to be standing. That's a fair point. That's a very fair point, but. Uh, yeah, it's just like the five substitutes rule in football that they've just done it just to ensure that play goes on smoothly, I think. So, I think that's the reason. But for me, the most important thing is the saliva part yeah. of it. We're not using saliva. So, all these guys are being tested multiple times before they actually get into action. So, these guys are supposed to be uh, free of Corona, COVID-19. So, if you are allowing them to play, I think you can use saliva on the ball. So, this is going a little too far is what I always felt when this rule was being discussed and it's all and it's also been put into action but that's how the cricket will unfold so now we'll move on to the squad so what caught our eye 
before west indies even traveled down to england was the uh, three players who decided not to be a part of the west indies touring party that is darren bravo hetmeyer and kimo paul so how do you think this will affect their chances yeah i mean i don't really think it matters kimo paul not being there again he was not part of the starting 11 so to speak but uh, darren yeah. bravo and hetmeyer not being there is a massive problem for west indies it's a big hole to fill they were key cogs when England lost over to West Indies and when West Indies won that series in the middle order they batted beautifully but and I think West Indies will miss them so you can't really blame them for opting out I mean you can definitely understand definitely. their fears but uh, they will be a big miss for sure yes because that will leave a few holes in the batting order and it could end up being inexperienced as well so big boots to fill whoever does walk into the batting lineup for West Indies and If you speak about England, Joe Root is going to miss the first test match. So, how big a loss would that oh, be? Obviously, it's a massive loss. It, I mean, all said and done, Joe Root is their best batsman. He may not be in the best form of his life, but he's by far and away their best batsman. There's no doubt about that. And he will be a big miss, not just as a batsman. He's their captain as well. I mean, uh, he his batting may have affected because of his captaincy, but he was a very good captain in Test cricket. So, it'll be a big miss for England, no doubt about that. I think uh, that kind of evens out because. England are missing their best batsman and West Indies are missing two key batsmen in the middle order it is going to make the series all the more fun to watch especially if you are a fan of fast bowling but root will be back for the second and third test i assume yeah, yeah, since he's yeah. missing this first test match uh, so one man's loss will be one man's gain so the man who will gain out of uh, joe root's loss will be ben stokes who is set to become england's 81st test match captain so do you think this is the right decision placing so much of responsibility on him or maybe could someone else have been tried maybe someone like josh butler no no, no i think uh, ben stokes is the leading all-rounder for england so don't you think it's too much weight on his shoulders not really i think ben stokes can handle it if anything uh, this guy has shown when actually given more responsibility it's when he thrives so i think captaincy is going to make him a better player than what he actually is already so i actually think uh, his captaincy will be keenly observed by the selectors up there Like, because I think he can be the long-term permanent captain for England in Test cricket. I mean, Joe Root has struggled as a batsman because of captaincy. If Stokes does well as a captain, you might even give the captaincy to Stokes, and hopefully, Joe Root can get back to his best as a batsman. Yes. Also, this is only a one-off test. Root will be back for yeah, the yeah, next obviously. two, so it will be good to observe uh, whether Ben Stokes can uh, really lead a side well. And it's not the whole series where he will have to lead. So, if he can make a good impression, like you had mentioned. Joe Root could be replaced as captain to ensure that he can focus completely on his batting and as you mentioned again Ben Stokes is someone who thrives on extra responsibilities given on him and when the pressure is on that's when he performs the best so maybe Stokes could uh, really do well as a captain so leading into the next discussion is Ben Stokes versus Jason Holder that will be one of the key battles to watch out for the top two all-rounders in the world go face to face I am a huge Ben Stokes fan and you are a huge Jason Holder fan so yeah who do you think will win this battle the captains going up against oh, each other of course I'm going to say Jason Holder because you know it's something is not <laughs> new to all sudden then Stokes is new to this and Holder has been doing it for past 4 years so it's what he does best and test cricket is where he really plays well and he is the leading all-rounder in the world and I'm really excited for it it's going to be an interesting battle in fact um, it's going to be I think one of those mammoth battles you can say Yes. And what are the battles are you keenly looking forward yeah, to? Yeah, one player who actually caught the eye for England uh, when they toured to South Africa was Dom Sibley. I mean, people said that England have finally found an opener 
who they can rely upon and yeah his <laughs> technically he was quite sound the way he was able to tackle the new ball of south africa was pretty good actually so i'm excited to see him face up against shannon gabriel and kima roach probably the best bowling pair over the last couple of years with the i mean definitely up there with the others of pat cummins and josh hazelwood as a pair i think uh, nobody has been more prolific so to speak so definitely it's going to be fun to watch sibley go up against a quality bowling pair yes so let's not get too far ahead because we have seen many false dawns when uh, we're talking about the england opening batsmen there were many who came uh, promised a lot and then failed and then went away uh, haseeb mohammed keaton jennings and many others who came through like that so we will have to be patient before we can say he is the next uh, big hope for england as an opener so yes that will be a great battle to watch out for and who do you think holds the key for west indies in the batting roston chase is maybe one man who will have to play well craig yeah. brathwaite has been out of form i assume uh, so there will be a lot of pressure on him as well right definitely craig brathwaite has had a very rough last couple of years he was actually one of the best openers before that but he's been struggling for form but yes. uh, uh, it's an opportunity for him to come back to his best i mean he'll have good memories going to england it's uh, country where he's done well and him and hope both of them actually have done really well uh, they will again hold the key for west indies their two best batsmen so again as we said earlier their middle order is now bleak with the absence of brown and hetmeyer so more pressure on brathwaite and hope to do well and jason holder will definitely have to step up as a batsman as well because of the added pressure yeah, he has now and he has shown so, that he can step up as well and one other interesting point to note from the opponent squad england squad is johnny bairstow being left out of the squad rightly so i feel but uh, still again um, it's a hole to fill as well i think they can cope up with it bairstow was struggling for form as well and he was missing from their last few series he was being dropped uh, for the last few matches as well so they do have people who can fill in i think oli pope is around and josh butler is around still josh butler is he ready for test match cricket uh, he will have to answer that uh, well but uh, we have seen enough and he has uh, applied himself at least unlike uh, jason roy who just was like uh, fish out of water when he played the test match cricket so i think butler can do well and bairstow is around in the reserves so I think he should get back if there is someone some opportunity that opens no, up. No, I think Oli uh, Pope could should get the entire series again. It's been talked about highly, so it's unfair if you give him one or two games. You give him the whole series and see how he pans out. I mean, at the end of the series, you can take a call. Yeah, the surprise for me was the omission of Jack Leach. Mm. Uh, Best has been selected as the spinner. He's the lone spinner in the squad, so he will definitely start in the eleven. So Jack Leach was the like uh, one of the funny men with those uh, with the partnership with ben stokes so and also he was key in that uh, victory over ireland as he came in as the night watchman and batted really well so i was surprised of i was surprised about jack I mean, leach if you want jack leach sport. to score runs and win the match for you i think you are in deep trouble so i think they just went with who's <laughs> the better bowler i think dom best gives more consistency and Uh, that's why they went with him i don't really think there's a big difference between the two of them but uh, it's a matter of who gives more consistency i felt dom bess is probably better at that not that he's going to be any better than jack leach but slumward better and i don't think it's a problem because west indies also do not have a proper spinner in their side i mean rakim conwall is good but i don't think he'll play roston chase is going to be their spinner i feel yes 
But one thing I'm really excited about is the fast bowling arsenal in both teams. It's going to be an exciting series for fast bowlers. You can sense that it's going to be a low-scoring series. Top-quality fast bowling attacks. I mean, probably what you can say, eight-quality bowlers. I mean, Archer, Anderson, Broad and Stokes from England. And here you have Alzari, Joseph, Shannon, Gabriel, Kimar Roach and Jason Holder. I mean, which team do you think actually has the better bowling attack? Tough to decide, in my opinion. And both teams have suspect batting yeah, lineups as well, adds, unsettled batting lineups. Yeah, that adds more spice so to it. Actually. Definitely could be a low-scoring series. Yeah, so I'm really excited for this series actually. So how do you think the series could pan out? Who do you think could end up victorious at the end of the three matches? It's going to be an even contest given the fact that away wins are so hard to come by in Test match cricket. This series, England might edge out, but I am still rooting for West Indies. I really like them and their captain as well, so. I do think though England might edge out. Same, I feel the same. I think two England one might edge it. Even maybe 2-1 or maybe even 2-0. But definitely West Indies will give a good fight. And we've seen England do scrape wins at home. Even though they might not be playing well. We saw that in the series against India. They weren't really playing well. But somehow they had someone put their hand up and actually lead the but team no to a victory. Sam to save so, England now. are that kind of a side. Yeah, no Sam Curran in the squad uh, for the first yeah. match. So, that is one good thing because he's not there for those uh, late-hitting heroics to save England. But it will be a close series for sure. But England, I feel, might win it 2-0. 2-0, I mean. So, yes. Just a few days left for the series to start. And I think most of the cricket fans must be excited to have the series back. So... Stay tuned for the next episode and enjoy watching the test match. We will be back with another episode. Thank you.